the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Here with my man Snucky, uh, coming down the home stretch of the NFL regular season, Big Bowl weekend. Uh, probably listening to this after some of the playoff games, but we do, and you can obviously hear him every week, Thursdays, Action Network podcast, gambling extraordinaire. Uh, before we get into the NFL, though, you know, for us out of here on the West Coast, and I, I think around the country, the Rose Bowl would be the most famous bowl. Uh, you know, this I. I kind of like Utah in this game. Obviously, Ohio State, you know, it's just one of those situations where you're kind of betting on what team has more to play for. Obviously, Utah is the first time ever in this game. We've seen Whittingham in this spot before uh, when he just has more to gain than like, what does Ohio State have to gain or lose? None of it matters. All their guys are opting out. Do you think I'm overreacting to Utah plus four? But I mean, I like him to win the game. Same. I have a money line and plus Plus six, plus four. Um, look, I mean, in, in bowls, you have to cap motivation. By the way, big bets on campus. That's my college uh, football and basketball podcast. If you want to check that out also. Check out Shameless that too, plug. big bets on campus. Um, but yeah, Utah, look, in bowls, it's a, you got a handicap motivation here. Ohio State had dreams of going to the college football playoff. And, you know, this is just another bowl for them. Utah, this is the first time they're ever in the Rose Bowl. And guess where it is? Out on the West Coast. Did you see that Pac-12 title game? You better believe that this is going to be a home, home game. game for Utah. I don't think many Ohio State fans are traveling out to the West Coast for a Rose Bowl. Six, six and a half hour drive from Salt Lake City to uh, Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, first ever Rose Bowl. You better believe there's going to be a lot of Utah fans there. But yeah, from a motivation standpoint, it's all right. Let's take a look at Utah. They had about five or six guys that declared for the NFL draft. You know, Kobe, Pledger, Tafua, go on and on. Guess what? All of them came out and said, playing in the bowl. Their center. Ohio State, you know, you have Alave, Wilson, they're starting left tackle, they're starting deep. They all opted out. Uh, they all declare for the NFL draft, and they're opting out of the bowl. And that tells you all you need to know about the motivation angle here. And I actually think it's a decent matchup for Utah. Ohio State gives up explosive runs, and they allow you to efficiently pass against them. That's exactly what Utah's offense is, and this offense has been rolling since Cam Rising took over. There's going to be issues with Ohio State, especially early on with, all right, we have new receivers in there. Obviously, they have five-star kids, but, you know, you have a, a reshuffled offensive line, and you got to get all of that working uh, against a really formidable Utah defense. And who knows if even Ohio State shows up. They could lay a massive egg here, as you sometimes see in bowls. So, yeah, I think Utah's very live. And I think that they're, you know, if you look at their body of work since Rising took over, this is one of the, you know, six or seven best teams in the country. Little similarities in terms of motivation. Last year was a Cincinnati. They played Georgia yep. in the bowl yep. game. And Georgia you know, had some a, a little similar. Yeah, just, same feel. Yeah. 
it's just their Super yeah. Bowl. You know, it's it's hard to uh, you can't manufacture motivation, and that <clears throat> clearly shows up in these non-playoff bowl games. Yeah, and, and you're, you're not going to have your left tackle. You're not going to have your best D tackle. You're not going to have your two star receivers that could be first round draft picks. That's uh, sort of big. And who knows who else? You know, I'm, I've just mentioned the big ones. The other day, Ohio State of practice, there was only 56 scholarship players spotted. There was uh, three or four other defensive starters that weren't at practice, a number of other depth guys. So, you know, this could be one of those situations. You see this with bowls all the time that all of a sudden you see – uh, you know, right before kick, it's like, all right, well, these guys also opted out and these guys aren't playing. So, um, yeah, I think it's Utah all the way there. Okay, let's uh, transition to the National Football League. And um, we got a little rematch. It felt like this game was five days ago and it wasn't even that much longer ago. The football team who uh, struggled a little bit on that, tu- was it Tuesday? Yeah, they played Tuesday. Then they played the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football and one of the worst losses you'll ever see but they get the Eagles again, like I said, seven, eight days later. You uh, seems to like maybe the football team and Ron Rivera a little bit in this game? I do. I think that this is a, a massive market overreaction to what we've seen lately. And, you know, I, this, you mentioned these two teams are about to play a couple weeks ago and they ended up playing after some COVID issues. That line opened up as Eagles – the look at line was Eagles minus two and a half, and then it reopened at minus three after McLaurin's concussion. And then obviously went up to like 10 after the whole Washington team was out. It was Eagles minus three at home. Now your Eagles are laying three and a half on the road here. Not much difference, home field advantage, a divisional game. But what have the Eagles done since, right? You you obviously have to downgrade downgrade Washington a bit for last weekend. It was obviously an embarrassing loss. But who have the Eagles beat? I mean, you're talking about Garrett Gilbert. You're talking about the Jets. You're talking about Jake Fromm. So – I mean, what has really happened to all of a sudden make me think that the Eagles are completely a completely different team than what we've seen? And this is an Eagles team this year. Here are their wins. Falcons, Panthers, Lions, Broncos, Saints with Simeon, Jets, Washington with Gilbert, and Giants with Fromm. Right, that's it. So I think you get Washington's best effort here. They, could, they still have a shot at the, at the playoffs, by the way. I mean, they win, and the Saints – just split their final two. Who does? The, fo- the, fo- the, fo- the football yeah. team is still yeah. alive? Believe it or not. Um, and, you know, the but but I think mainly, you know, it's an out, really outside shot, but um, I, I think that they're going to get up here mainly to spoil Eagles season. It's a divisional game. These teams are going to get up for this game, and you'll get Washington's best effort after getting completely embarrassed last week. And just to put numbers to that, teams after not covering by 28 or more points in the previous week, since 2003 in the NFL are 78, 46, and 5 against the spread. That's 63%. Just speaks to the buy low, sell high nature of the NFL market. You see a team just get absolutely obliterated. Who wants to back them? So I think you're getting value here with getting the hook at home. So uh, give me Washington against an Eagles team that doesn't beat anybody all year. Why? Well, I, I, I just had to check because uh, at 34 to 10, you know, that final score, a little deceiving given that it was 3-3 at halftime yep. against the Giants, yeah. right? Yeah, it's just an Eagles team that before this run of beating the Jets and then Giants with uh, from and Washington with Gilbert, they lost to the Giants, right? I mean, they, they lost at New York. So they, they haven't really done anything all year. Washington should be getting most of their players back off the COVID list, so it should be close to a full-strength team here for whoever's not on IR. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of value here with Washington catching three and a half at home. Well, one of my early bets this week, uh, 
Obviously, last week, he played a weird game. He was pretty terrible in Matt Stafford. But with Dallas, potentially, I think they play in the morning. If they beat Arizona, the Rams will be playing to win the NFC West. They, they could clinch it because they'd have a two-game lead with one game remaining. And the Ravens, who you, I got to give you credit, talked me out of last week against the Bengals because I was going to hammer them. That Thank God I did not. But I do like the Rams in this situation. What about you? No, I'm on. Uh, I, I played some Ravens plus four here. I like them down to three and a half. You should be getting a lot of pieces back. One of the reasons I hated the Ravens, and I've been fading them the last couple weeks, it's my team. Um, but one of the reasons that I didn't like them last week because they had no secondary left. And that was just a disaster. They blitz. They play man. That's not great against Joe Burrow. By the way, Joe Burrow is going to see another defensive. Likes to blitz and plays a lot of man this week in Kansas City. But, you know, the Ravens should be getting Jimmy Smith back this week, Chris Westry. You know, they got a bunch of guys that just came off the COVID list. Lamar Jackson's going to get shot up and start. We'll see. How, you know, he's limping around in practice, but people don't realize he's going to get shot up and, and taped up. We'll see how he can go. But Huntley is available. This is just a classic hardball spot. I mean, by the way, the, the Ravens have won, you know, lost four straight. The Rams have won four straight. There's a second straight road game on the East Coast. And... Classic hardball spot where you have huge special teams edge. And believe it or not, you have an enormous coaching edge here. People think that McVay is like this real sharp. And he's unbelievable play caller, schemer, head coach, awful with game management and fourth down decisions. Where the last five years is actually the worst in the NFL in fourth down decisions. And hardball is obviously going to be much more aggressive. And he is one of the sharpest in the NFL. But this is a, a, you know, a Ravens team and a, and a classic hardball spot in front of a raucous home crowd. Now, this is a bigger home crowd, home adva- home field advantage than usual. Second straight road game, it's a you know a non-conference game. You're not familiar with the environment. You're going to have some weather here for a West Coast team. Um, and for whatever it's worth, Stafford against teams with w- winning records is 36% against the spread. Now, some of that has to do with the Lions. But I think the Ravens play up here. I think you're going to get Lamar Jackson to start. And... You know, he's practicing Wednesday. Huntley is available if needed. It'll be a much healthier Ravens team. This line, I don't think should be over a field goal. Um, so I'm taking the four with the Ravens. Harbaugh's been unbelievable as a dog uh, in his career. So I'm say, I'm signing with the Ravens. I think, mark my words, Rams miss a couple field goals here. Tucker doesn't. And this game is decided by a field goal late. Oh, really quick before, I, I know you're a big go-for-it guy, and I, I'm not opposed to it either, the going for two at the end of the games to win it. Like, I'm for that. What What is your stance on Brandon Staley? Was it the Thursday night game, end of half? Instead of kicking the field goal, he went for it, got denied, and, and left up those three points. Ended up, obviously, going to overtime. Yeah, I mean, I, were, I, you, were you for it in that no, move? No, I was, I was not. Um, and I had, the, I, had, I had the Chargers... What did I have? The Chargers in a... I took them live plus 14. So I didn't really care from a betting perspective. And I said, you can't go for this here. You got to take puts. And one of, the, one of the advantages of going for it inside the opponent's five or three is that if you don't get it, they have to start at the three or five, right? And if you do it at the end in of the In the half, first quarter, third quarter, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, if you do it at the end of yeah. the half, on the last play of the half, yeah, you're starting fresh in the second half. So you lose that, you lose that entire advantage. I, Staley is, for me, is... Way too aggressive. People always just say, it, the analytics say to go for it. You're the, and the ounces always say, that's not the case. There's times when you should go for it, times when you shouldn't. There's also just, you have to have a feel for the game. There's certain matchup advantages and other things that you have to consider. Things when you go for two at the end of the game, all right. Harbaugh even said, it, he's like, we had no corners left. I, I didn't want to go to overtime. 
or if you think you have a, a, a really good play, or if you're the underdog, you don't want to go to, there's many other things to consider. I think Staley's philosophy is just, he kind of backed himself into a corner early in the season. They were going for it a lot and they kept getting it. And now he just like goes for it all the time. I think he goes for it way too much. I completely disagree at that for that one. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you uh, were on my side there. Okay. Uh, Tennessee, who just, you know, I don't know how he does it, but Mike Vrabel wins a lot of freaking games. The Dolphins, who have uh, a little Eagles-ish, uh, rattle off a lot of wins against a lot of rando quarterbacks. But I, I give Flores a lot of credit. They easily, I mean, honestly, they felt like a four-win team, you know, when they started like that, and he somehow got them potentially to eight, nine wins. Now he does finish with Tennessee and then I think New England next week, right? So th- this week at Tennessee, they're coming off that, them and the Niners coming off that little mini Thursday bye, the last Thursday night game of the year. Uh, Titans minus three and a half. Uh, I, I still, I, you know, if A.J. Brown's back, he just changes their team, as we saw last week. He just makes them, I mean, he's just such a, he's a dominant fucking player. You know, I I, I just kind of like the the Dolphins' defense. So I, I think I would probably, and I, I'm not a Tua guy. I don't trust their offense, but the Titans are just, they win these crazy close games. Uh, I feel like I would take the Dolphins plus three and a half. How about you? No, I took the Titans, but I need a th- you need to get a three or maybe a money line here. The total is like 40. So the hook is really important here. And I think that if this line is going to come down to three eventually, I think you'll you'll see sharper money just taking the hook with Miami. But, I mean, you alluded to it. The Dolphins, after losing to Trevor Lawrence, and they lo- then they lost to Atlanta at home, they beat Tyrod Taylor, who's been awful this year in his first game back, Lamar Jackson, there's a really good win. Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Cam Newton, Mike Glennon, and Ian Book. Six of those quarterbacks aren't in the top 35 in the league right now. Some of them are third string quality. Some of them shouldn't even be in the league. And Cam Newton, Joe Flacco, Glennon, Ian Book. So I don't believe in this this Dolphins offense at all. I think that everyone's going to be back for Tennessee. And with Tennessee, Tennessee will have some success running the ball. You can run on Miami. And then most importantly, I think Jones and Brown will be back. And if you look at a lot of Tennessee's offensive metrics, really deflated because they haven't had it. They haven't had Henry. They haven't had Brown. I mean, they're five and one when Brown and, and Jones are in the lineup together. What? Can, how do you take advantage of this Miami defense? It's really aggressive. A lot of man on the outside. A lot of blitzing pressure. You got to have receivers on the outside that can win one on one matchups. You saw it, you know, early in the season. The, I mean, Buffalo. Take a look, Buff. Take a look at Buffalo's results over the last two years against Miami. They destroy them every time they play. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, early in the year, I think they won like forty nine nothing. Last year it was just yeah, killed it because they. It's Allen. They have receivers on the outside that can win man battles. You saw it with Tampa before against Miami, and that's I, Jones and and Brown should be back here, and they can win these one on one matchups on the outside. The Tennessee defense could hold its own here because Miami's offense is abysmal. I mean, it's just too much checking it down. I mean, if it wasn't for a pick six on Monday night, that, I mean, that game was pretty yeah. close. Yeah, I mean, their right? offensive line, it, it's not all on two because they, they, they don't have a running game, and then their offensive line is the worst in the NFL. I mean, it is just holding Terrible. calls and letting up pressure. So you got to wait for the three here, but I think Tennessee gets this done at home. This fluke run for Miami, uh, who's the first team in NFL history to win seven straight and lose seven straight in the same season, comes to an end. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Okay, the last one here before I get uh, get you out of here, because I, I saw this game coming from a mile away. I remember the same matchup happened last year, but it was in Vegas and the Colts beat the shit out of the Raiders. Now the Wentz situation, they changed the rules. It feels like he's going to play in this game. I love the Colts. I mean, I, I think they could win by 30 points in this game. Just a bad matchup for the Raiders who struggled to score against a good Colts defense. And just to me, the Colts are just in a completely different universe as a team. And the Raiders aren't terrible, but I think the Colts are just good. Uh, It's minus six and a half right now. I I could see them winning by several touchdowns. How about you? Yeah, I I think that it's it's Colts or nothing. I mean, the the big wild card is that is Wentz going to play. And you would think that he is. I mean, they changed the So it's basically comes down. They changed the rules that if the doctors clear him and he's not doesn't show any symptoms. Right. So it's like. All right. Well, (laughs) go ahead in. Um, You know, so unless he's really sick. He's probably going to play, but if he end up having Sam Ellinger, it could be a problem because I assume the Raiders just completely load the box. The Raiders, you know, they play cover, they're playing cover 350% of snaps. The next highest in the NFL is like 28%. I don't know what they're doing on defense, but the one thing that they do well is they don't give up a lot of explosive plays. They just they have safeties way deep. But yeah, I mean, they, you can you can run on them. And uh, on the other side of the ball, their offense is just fading hard. I mean, They've scored since the bye week in week eight. Here's what they scored 16, 14, 13, 36 in Dallas, thanks to Sean Hockley, who gave him about 30 points. 15, 9, 16, and 17. They've scored over 17 once 
in the last eight games since the bye. Uh, that's stunning. And it was just all, all pass interference calls on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I mean, this offense is just – And 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 Waller, who's healthy now, went on yeah. the COVID And he went on Wednesday, so, knows, so you know? it's, it's, it's a lot iffier for him, and he's just huge to that offense. They just don't have the weapons on the outside. What The only – and they don't have the offensive line. Their running game struggling. Their entire offense is explosive pass plays, right? And a lot of it is Carr underthrowing it. You saw it in Dallas, and they just got to hit explosive pass plays. And he's been good given what he has to work with this year. But Indianapolis, elite at – preventing explosive pass plays to play a lot of zone and where car car thrives against man teams that blitz him and he's got to get rid of it. And he, he's going deep. That's not the Colts. They don't blitz. Uh, they're going to play a lot of zone. They don't give up explosive pass plays. So yeah, I don't think this is a great matchup for how are they going to block Buck? Yeah, you know I mean? They got, yeah, it's, it's, you got to give credit. I mean, look, the, you got to give credit for the Raiders, what they've done, but the last two weeks to get back in the playoff positioning, they beat Nick Mullins 16-14, and then they beat Drew Locke 17-13. Um, you know, it's before that, they've <laughs> lost almost everything except that Dallas fluky win. Um, other than that, they lost five in a row before those last two games against backup quarterbacks. So, yeah, I would agree with you. I think it's Colts or nothing. You're probably getting them a little cheap here just with all the uncertainty around Wentz. But I, I would think he's probably 80-90% to go just because the only – the only thing he has to clear is Agreed. the doctor saying he's good and he's not showing symptoms or he just can't be like really sick um, and then like incapable of playing. But um, yeah, I think that it's Colts or nothing there. Okay. Thanks for your knowledge. Happy New Year. Thanks for your energy. Thanks for your gambling and uh, happy new year. And let's make a little money. I'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Have a good one, brother. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Psst. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell. To saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, platinum status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status.